0: What is up guys? This is the first episode of the Markout Podcast. It's gonna be me and my buddy over here, Dustin Glass, breaking down some pretty pretty big topics and uh wrestling over the years. Dustin, what's up, man?
1: Hey guys, what's going on? My first uh time doing anything like this. Uh, ignore the horrible uh, webcam quality but horrible webcam quality high quality show so me and devin have debated stuff for years we love to argue so you get to listen to some of the arguments um,
0: yeah uh yeah um and today we're gonna be doing uh wwe versus aw the uh Long story debate on which one is better. AW's come out recently. I think it's been out for about three years, maybe now. It's the alternative. Yeah. WWE's the grandfather. Um so before we get into like, you know, the heart of it, why the other one's better, let's um let's talk about let's just give everybody the scenario i'll be the aw representative and you are gonna be the wwe representative oh and what yeah is- <laughs> and um oh, yeah. we're gonna t- kind of do an overall thing it's not like who has the better talent just what company structurally is better right dustin
1: Yeah, yeah, we're just going to debate on. uh, Obviously, this is the closest thing that we've had since the Monday Night Wars back in the 90s with uh, WCW and WWE. Uh, So, we're just going to kind of give our opinions on both the pros, the cons. Devin leans a little bit more towards AEW. I lean a little bit more towards WWE. So, we're going to give those different perspectives.
0: All right, so let's start off with. what should, we, what should we go at first, Dustin, when we're talking about these two?
1: Well, I'm. you can kind of rebu- uh, rebuttal or whatever. I'm going to speak for all the WWE people because I'm in a lot of wrestling groups. I have a lot of wrestling friends. So, objectively speaking, AEW, as far as the booking, which, you know, uh, if you're not familiar with the wrestling terms, basically how they set the matches up. The matches, uh, the storylines, the programming in AEW, I'll admit, over the last year, year and a half, it has been better then WWE, that is never my issue. Well, my issue is, is that people don't hold AEW as far as their criticism on the same scale as WWE. People love to criticize WWE and point out all of its faults, but because there's they've wanted this alternative for so long that they ignore the faults that are with uh, AEW.
0: Um... So do you want to point out some of the faults that are with AEW? Because I'm going to destroy you in like five minutes, but let's give you all the credit (laughs)
1: you want to go with. Okay. So here's my issue is like, I'm going to give multiple examples throughout the show. I want to give you a chance to kind of rebuttal as well. Um, But like, for instance, with the booking, I've heard multiple people uh, talk about how WWE has bad booking in regards to you know they do a lot of DQ finishes they have a lot of we as we wrestling fans say screwy finishes and I get that they do do that a lot but then you have W or AEW and my example is going to be Daniel Bryan where you have Daniel Bryan you have him come over who is a WWE guy but he got his mainstream notoriety in WWE comes over. And he his two big main event matches are against Kenny Omega and Adam Hangman Page. How do both of those matches end in time limit draws, which is a cop out because people want to complain about the DQ finishes, but then they don't want to complain about the time limit draws. And all here is people like you are like oh, at least that the uh, AEW can do the time limit draws, and that's not a cop-out and anything like that. And it's just like that I'm talking about. Like, you have gripes with WWE, but you blatantly ignore the problems with AEW because you want the alternative, and you don't judge it on the same scale.
0: Well, um, let's let's talk about that. So the time limit draw, you talk about um, that Brian Danielson getting a... Time limit draw, which basically, if you didn't know, it's just like the match goes all the way over and then they c- kind of declare it a draw. It's funny that you complain about that. Um WWE, I mean, where do we start here? Um With their storylines, like Survivor Series, for instance. Um, It would be bad to go a time limit draw on a big blow off, right? But you know what would be worse? If you had a bunch of people in a battle royal... Uh, like, 30 guys fighting, and what are they fighting for? They're fighting for um free pizza at Pizza Hut. I mean, like, <laughs> there is no structure in WWE. If you are not Roman Reigns or any of the guys that they... there are five guys, I think, that have a storyline in them. You're basically tossed to the side and used for whatever the flavor of the week is, whether that be a, a garbage can title, like the 24-7 championship, or or the newest sponsor, Pizza Hut, or whatever you're going to do. There's just no structure. Maybe maybe AEW can book one guy wrong, but overall, more of these guys have a lot more going for them than they would in WWE. At least they have camera time and they have storylines that make sense.
1: Okay. So you can have Adam Cole come out in um, Halloween costumes and uh, kiss his girlfriend to show off on TV. That makes sense too, right? That makes sense?
0: Well, yeah. Wouldn't you be pissed if you see this this guy? He's a clown, like, kissing this hot girl. I mean, it's old school heat, man. It It's just like, you know, at least there's something to go about it. Adam Cole isn't book silly, you know, and... Um, He's actually, that's a good example. As soon as he's came to WWE, he's doing stuff. He's feuding with big guys. He's feuding with uh, Kazarian and the old school guys, he's feuding with the uh, jungle boy. You know, he's got stuff to do. What is, if they would have bring somebody over to WWE, like a big name on the indies, what would they have them do? Like probably. Well, see, like, here's. Mm-hmm. What? No, they probably have get you like, off. Go ahead. They probably have them like, have a pet hamster, like, uh, what's his name, did Eric Rowan, you know, stupid stuff, because WWE has no creative there, man, they're old, they live in a, Vince McMahon is senile, he lives in a retirement home, he draw, he, he writes the same storylines that he does on the piece of paper, he takes it and he wipes his ass with it, that's what he does, he's old and senile.
1: Look, again, what I'm telling you is I'm not saying WWE per- is perfect. And objectively speaking, as far as the booking has been, yes, AEW has been in the better product. But at the end of the day, and I don't mean to repeat myself, but all it comes down to is people ignore the faults with AEW because there was no alternative to WWE for so long that they absolutely ignore it. Like, And then you have people who don't judge on on the same scale like look at dave Meltzer. if anybody doesn't know who dave Meltzer is wrestling is our newsletter he you know it's kind of like the inside source when it comes to wrestling he reviews a lot of stuff they have their year-end awards where they kind of rank all the awards AEW won almost every single award except one award and i'm sorry like no disrespect to kenny omega his run was amazing but the best booked superstar in the most over person in the entire year, regardless of any company, was Roman Reigns. Like Roman Reigns has been the best all year, and you don't give him any credit. And then on top of that, all the other war, it's just blatant favoritism, which is my problem. Blatant favoritism. What I'm going to talk about
0: mm-hmm. next is going to lead into that. But what I like to call with the Roman Reigns thing is the suffocation factor, which is you take all the other talent and choke the life out of them give them no legs to stand on until you got one guy who they're using well and of course everybody's going to look at that guy. That's exactly what they did to Roman Reigns and that's the the next topic I think we should go into is the superstars it, or wrestlers, pro wrestlers in my case of WWE, AEW. How are those top guys doing in the company? And if we look at that, I'm sure you're going to name like Roman Reigns, maybe you'll pull some other name out of your hat, but I got at least Five or ten guys in AEW who are going places and are relevant to watch on TV. So okay, like, name them off. All right. Well, we got Brian Danielson. We got um, Lance Archer. We got Cody Rhodes. We got um, A- A- Hangman Adam Page. We got Dr. Britt Baker. We got um, we got um, Chris Jericho, of course right mm-hmm. mjf of course mm-hmm. uh cm punk um you know i could keep going on um um lucha uh what do they call lucha express there's just so many thunder rosa another big star she's gotten b- very viral as of late like these are all people when they go on you can tell that they're giving them the most opportunity to do something and there's no holding them back it's not on the it's all on the performer it's not on the creative and that's what I like to see I like to see someone like get their time and achieve it I don't like to see someone get like two minutes and then try to make up what they can their book bad I don't I don't like that stuff I like to see a performer go for the brass ring which WWE hasn't done in 20 years
1: and that's somewhat of a good point, but you have to remember with AEW as well is every time there's a big free agent like free agent like this Wednesday on um, Dynamite, there's going to be someone quote unquote you know walking the, for, through the forbidden door. Which, again, like for anybody that's not familiar with the forbidden bo- door, most of the people. Probably listening to this podcast, probably are, but you know, taking people from other companies and you know, bringing them in. But the problem with AEW is they bring in all these people, they bring in every single person from like on that's a free agent, and eventually. You know, it's just the classic saying, like, you only have so much of the pie. Not everybody can eat. And you have so many, like, people that aren't getting the rub in, like, AEW. Like, look at uh, Ty Dillinger or Sean Spears in AEW. He, he was one of the first to go over. He's, like, in a group with MJF, but he hasn't really been featured prominently. Scorpio Sky, look at him. He's kind of an afterthought as well. And then you got other guys on the roster, too, that they just – there's too many people on the roster, not to mention – AEW has profited tremendously a uh, former WWE talent. Brian, their first world champion was a WWE legend, Chris Jericho. You have uh, John Moxley, who is also in WWE, who won the title the second time. CM Punk, WWE guy. Brian Danielson, WWE guy. Adam Cole, WWE guy. And I will admit again, because unlike you AEW people, I can admit the faults with WWE their booking needs to improve because they rely too much on people like Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. They bring that back. So in that aspect, I 100% agree with you. But if you look at the WWE top roster top to bottom as not just with the men, but the women, you have AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, who they featured uh, very well over the last year. Drew McIntyre, Edge recently came back. Roman Reigns has been one of the best in the company. Seth Rollins, and even some of the other guys that they could feature more, like as far as like the Kevin Owenses of the world. Like that roster has so much depth. So like as far as the booking, yes, it could be better. I one hundred percent agree with you. But with AEW, there's so many faults with it. They sign too many people. They don't give people, you know, and, and then people, you know, just have their favorites sometimes. So don't sit here and say that AEW doesn't have their favorites either. Because, like, look at the Young Bucks. Like, how long did the Young Bucks hold the titles before they lost them?
0: Well. You know, you know, boy, that's what we call building heat in the wrestling business. When you have someone that does that people don't like, you usually keep them on a little bit that way it it gets them fired up and they keep watching to see that guy get beat. That's business one on one. I don't know if you took that class, but I was there, and i I know these things. so um another thing you said about um the wrestlers you mentioned like all those eight aw res- or wwe wrestlers that are now in aw why do you think they're in aw because they literally had no spot for them and they were just shoving them out and those guys are great performers like a, like an adam cole like i i don't know who the mystery guy is i think it's wednesday so i'll see it tonight but um just whoever it is, like I'm sure it's gonna be some guy in WWE that was treated badly. CM Punk famously treated really badly, poorly, did not like it anymore. Uh John Moxley, I think he was taking um COVID vaccines before COVID was a thing on WWE TV. I forgot what he was doing. He's taking some injections, but just all the silly things that they had them do, um it's just that's what AEW is. It's freedom. Freedom from the chains that bind most pro wrestlers. And you could see it and it's enjoyable. And um we'll talk about I don't know if you want to keep touching on superstars, but I wanted to go through like um I wanna go through like matches and like memorable <sighs> moments that these companies had recently and which one you think stacks up better.
1: That's fair. The last thing I will say, uh, as far as the talent is concerned, really not so much of the talent, but the reach is, again, I think if if WWE, because I, I give credit where credit's due, if WWE doesn't change their booking, eventually AEW will continue to grow and give them competition. So I'm not blind. I do see that. At the same time, though, let me give you an example. Impact Wrestling had a um, partnership with AEW, and then they recently had a one-off uh, with WWE. Uh, Impact Wrestling, Kenny Omega won the title. He did some crossover. Christian did as well. That gave them in, like an initial spike in the ratings, kind of helped them, but eventually the buzz died down. I was looking at the ratings uh, before we came on the show, and I apologize; I don't have the exact numbers, but Mickey James having a one-off appearance at the Royal rumble coming out, with the Impact Knockouts title on WWE television, gave Impact some of the biggest buzz that they've had in years just from one event. So at the by, at the end of the day, even though WWE does have its issues, which I'm not blind to, they are still the top dog, and that proves it in that. The ratings are still higher than AEW. The notoriety they can give other companies is still higher than AEW. And while AEW still ha- does a lot of good things, they got a long ways to go.
0: I wonder where uh, WWE got the idea to use impact talent. Maybe someone did that recently, like you mentioned, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I I don't see that as a big thing. It's funny how (laughs) the biggest thing in a while has been them bringing in another company star. So that tells you where they are in the (laughs) garbage, dude. So next (laughs) one, um, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about what, what the matches have been going on. Like, um, AEW's had some stinker matches. I'll, I'll start it off by saying there's been some that have not been good. Um, we, what are you... Sorry. Um, there's some that have not been good. There's been um, the uh, MMA match. I don't know. For most people, if you haven't been following AEW, they had like a uh, UFC-style match between JKR, who is a professional MMA fighter, former wrestler versus Warlow, who has no MMA training. They do some stuff that sounds good on paper, but in actuality, probably needs some ironing out. But that's one thing I think is also good, is they're not afraid to try new and crazy things and be experimental and be fun, where WWE will do the same thing over and over and over again. It's like, my Mm. God, do something else, dude. I've seen Roman Reigns all the time with the with the big dog and the bark and the the superman punch <laughs> is great but you know can we can we throw a little flavor on the grill can we add some nutmeg or something so
1: <laughs> go ahead well first of all roman reigns has been in some really good feuds over the last year you know mainly well this is more Oh, like a year and a half ago but his uh feud with jay uso like he elevated jay uso like if you would have told me two years ago that jay uso could have be been at a main event program and it would have been good then i would have called you crazy but that program was really good and then you want to talk about like wwe not taking some chances like as far as like the top guys yes they usually go to the well you know with goldberg brock lesnar but when covid first hit they did some very interesting things just like the whole money in the bank ladder match where they went to titan towers fought through the whole um, building and stuff like that and they've tried some other things too and they've been finally like you, you can call it what you want but they have been progressive you know uh, in wrestling, there haven't been a lot of uh, African-American world champions. You know, Kofi winning the world championship at WrestleMania is one of the biggest moments in wrestling history. Bobby Lashley just came off of a huge like uh, title run where he held the title for months. You know, Bobby just won the title back. Uh, he's probably going to lose it at the Chamber. But point being is WWE has had some good moments. And if you look outside of uh, Roman Reigns... Uh, the women's division over in WWE has been really good. You know, Ronda just came back. Uh, Charlotte has been on top. Becky Lynch is really good. I know you love Sasha Banks. Uh, Bayley, it, she got injured, but she's supposed to be coming back here soon. So as far as the level of talent, uh, their talent, in my opinion, their roster is deeper and better than AEW. Louis I will Chris. get... <laughs> I will give give AEW credit. Um, They do the booking, like I said at the beginning of the show, the booking here recently has been better. But at the same time, they have some booking flaws as well. Like you want to talk about getting Roman Reigns shoved down our face. What about, excuse my language, what about fucking Cody Rhodes? Like Cody Rhodes wins the TNT championship, drops it, is off TV, comes back, and then beats Sammy Guevara. Now I know what you're gonna say as far as he was setting up the match with Sammy Guevara and they had the unification and Sammy Guevara won the title and all this shit. But I firmly believe that wouldn't have happened if he wouldn't gotten backlash because Cody is still trying to be a face and the f- crowd has absolutely turned on him. And so don't sit here and say that AEW doesn't push people down our throats as well because they do it with fucking Cody Rhodes all the time.
0: Huh, that's that's weird. A, a, a guy who's universally hated by the crowd but still tries to be a face. Uh, where have I seen that before? Let me dial back a couple years. What was that guy that you were talking about, Roman Reigns? Didn't he do that for like five years?
1: Yeah, and then they mean, turned him heel, and it's worked. They turned finally,
0: him heel. Finally, they turned him heel. I mean, my God, maybe AEW is trying to do something here. You know, wait till the storyline's over. That's what I'm saying, man. Cody Rhodes is a godson. All plays be Cody Rhodes. I mean, you know, if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes, we wouldn't have AEW and we wouldn't have oh this God. thriving, independent wrestling that we have now. You wouldn't have your Thunder Rosa. Let me pray you, to him. <laughs> your Thunder Rosa that you like or your Lance Archer, or all the other AEW guys that you like too, would it be uh, having their shining moment if it wasn't for Cody Rhodes? So you can hate on Cody Rhodes all you want, but at the end of the day, AEW and independent wrestling in general would not be where it is today without that, man.
1: I give him a little bit of credit, but it's also the um, the Cody Rhodes invite your friends to the show club. So, But that's besides the point. If you're friends with Cody Rhodes, you got a guaranteed spot. So, oh yeah,
0: we aboard. much, we much, we much. Come rather. on board, everybody. Come. We on. much rather invite podcasters like Pat McAfee and all this other stuff, all these other people who have no wrestling talent, than invite the actual. Pro well, you're
1: wrong, talent. sir. Because if you watch the match between Adam Cole and Pat McAfee, that match was really good. I'm sure it was really good. It was like Swan
0: Lake. I I, I bet you it was beautiful. See, you don't even
1: watch it. You don't even watch it. <laughs> At least I'll try to watch AEW. You don't even give it a chance.
0: I will because definitely. You're salty. You're salty. I will definitely take some um, melatonin and try to watch a Pat McAfee match. Oh but my! Then, and, and you know
1: what I'll do? I'll try to drink coffee to make sure I don't fall asleep through a Cody Rhodes promo.
0: That's great. You go ahead, because you were enthralled last time you watched one. But anyways, mm-hmm. let's move on. Let's move on to yeah. um, what you touched on, the females of of uh, pro wrestling. And I, I can agree. Back in a uh, couple years ago, maybe 2015, divas or women's wrestlers were really – Hot in WWE, like they just took off. They had so many stars. They had Paige. They had AJ. They had Bailey. They have a lot of the same people. They still have, and you know they took wrestle- women's wrestling really seriously. They got into it. They were headlining pay-per-views, and they did great stuff. But even that seems tired now in WWE. It seems like the women. Even though they got the Royal Rumble and everything, it just seems like the drive isn't there or there's not on the same page of communication. We can look at uh, Charlotte, which she's been having the blow ups lately. Uh, Charlotte used to be one of their biggest stars and still is their big stars. But she's been having some uh, on camera problems to where the audience can see like something isn't right over there. There's a lot of uh, resentment. On her part, it looks like, like, you know, she's gotten into, like, if you look up Nia Jax versus Charlotte, you'll see there's been fights. There's been um, not agreeing to do certain things. And it just looks like, wait, well, no, you wait, sir. You wait. And then um, it just seems like there's no real locker room leader in the women's division. But then you go to AW and you got all these young, hungry, good, wrestlers you got Britt Baker who's a legit dentist you got Thunder Rosa who's a mixed martial artist you got mm. um the first trans wrestler Nia Jax you got um you got Jay Cargill you got all these good good talent and they're just being led so great it's like watching a masterpiece oh in action it's amazing go ahead with your crap Dustin
1: <laughs> a masterpiece yes A masterpiece. A masterpiece. Chris' masterpiece. Okay. Well, first of all, I'll give you credit. Recently, the AEW women's roster has looked a little better. But let's be real. It's been a little weak. And at the end of the day, if you take the four horsewomen of WWE, which is Charlotte, Becky, um, Sasha, and Bailey. They're better than anybody on the AEW women's roster, Britt Baker included. They're better than Britt Baker, okay. And then you have some depth. You have Rhea Ripley, you have Asuka, and you have a lot of women over uh, in NXT. Like, like for instance, like you want to talk about like I'll give WWE a little bit of credit on booking here with the women. You had someone that was floundering on the main roster with Mandy Rose. She wasn't really doing that much. She kind of had the rub off Otis that got a little hot, but then they separated them, which I didn't think was good. Yeah. And then she kind of floundered, but then they moved her over to NXT and she started a new stable on NXT. She's the NXT women's champion and it's been great. It's been great. So as far as like the um the roster with the women in WWE, in my opinion, it's still way better AEW has a long way to go. Now we'll give you credit. Britt Baker is good. Like if I were making a list of like the top women in wrestling, she'd be two. I'd probably put her at two. But at the end of the day, the roster, she's not one. She's not better than Charlotte. And I could argue she's not better than Becky Lynch. But I'll give her her credit. She's good. But at the end of the day, again, it's just – the women's roster in aew is better i'm sorry and wwe is better see you you polluted my mind (laughs) you polluted my mind but the women's roster in wwe is better and you look at the royal rumble like the royal the women's in my opinion the women's royal rumble this year was way better than the uh the men's royal rumble so the women are still getting the rub and um wwe
0: half of those that, women aren't in the wwe anymore
1: doesn't honestly. matter it's still good to okay. see them okay it's still good to see them I, i'm sorry that to get any depth in the AEW women's roster you got to go over and add a uh, ruby soho you got to add <laughs> when people from the, the wwe women's roster that didn't make it to make it even a shred of relevancy or you have to get a 40 year old serena deeb to have any relevancy to your women's roster I'm sorry. You about like that. you
0: like both of those. I do.
1: I do so. like them. But at the end of the day, like you got to go and get them because you can't. you groom talent over here. What women's uh, superstar has AEW groomed besides Britt Baker? Are you serious? You got Anna
0: J coming up the ranks. You got um. Really? Okay. You got um. You got Thunder Rosa. I mean, she's pretty much. She's been she's around good. the world. Yeah, she's yeah. good. Jay Cargill. I mean, basically was raised. She's the TBS champion, bro. You can't talk shit on Jay Cargill. There's a lot of good things. And it's not even about which women roster is better. It all goes back to. Got a point to that when you're done. Okay. But it all goes back to booking effectively. If the women are good and you don't do anything with them, are they really good? The great philosopher Aristotle once said. So if you think about that, (laughs) it's like, yeah, you you have all these great women, but you don't have the wherewithal to to make them effective on the show. No one cares about them. That's why it takes you a while to think, like, damn, I haven't seen Bailey in a long time. She's been injured. Yeah, that's fine, but it's like I haven't. I don't really know. And Charlotte's like. Yeah, Charlotte was great in her day, but is she even, like, any good now? And of course, Becky Lynch is their female role in Reigns, so they're always going to keep her relevant, but it's just She's like... She's over,
1: like, Rover last year?
0: Yeah, that's fine. That's great and all, but, I mean... <laughs> well, like I said, one superstar does not make a whole roster.
1: Okay. Well, first of all, I think it's a little bit... You can call this what you want. I just think it's a little funny, because maybe... You know, maybe Jade Cargill would have won the TBS championship regardless. You know, like I thought Ruby Soho had a legitimate chance to win the tournament. But, you know, maybe Jade Cargill was the original plans. But I just think it's funny how Tony Khan gets called um, not having a – what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't a racist, like, work environment, but he didn't cater to their African-American stars. Gets backlash about it all over on uh, Twitter – and then a week or two after that happens, Jade, Jade Cargill, a black woman, wins the TBS championship. A little bit of pandering, in my mind, dude, to quell some of the uh, the discontent. But regardless of the reason, yes, Jade Cargill has looked strong. But again, like I will counter you, one, sir. I didn't even bring up Nikki A.S.H. when she won the Money in the Bank. And if you go back and watch that clip when she cashes in the Money in the Bank uh, contract on Charlotte, that was one of the biggest pops of the year. The crowd went crazy. But you ignore these things. You ignore them because you don't like WWE.
0: WWE loves their superhero characters, for the love of God. How many times have we seen that? I think I got like five on my hand right now. But... But to, to counter your point about um, Cargill, I think the plans was always for Cargill to win the title. I mean, she hadn't lost up until that point, and she was beating these women dominantly. And, um, you know, I think I agree with Tony Khan on some of the things. Like, it's not that he doesn't want to diversify, but he's just putting the right people in the right places. I mean... Um, I'm trying to think. I, I Cargill is a good example, also like Red Velvet. But I'm trying to think oh. of like a uh, minority in AW right now who deserves to be champion. And um, right now I don't don't Scorpio Sky would be a good one, but he hasn't been used properly in a while. So they'll come around. When my point is, when there's someone good enough, regardless of the color of their skin or anything. Uh, Tony Khan will put them in the spot if they deserve it. So that's just people trying to grab at Tony Khan, and they don't really understand what he's about. The man's a fan. a man's a bigger fan than me and you combined. He knows his stuff. He's that
1: means he should run a wrestling company because he has daddy's money, right? No, because he's smart.
0: He obviously has enough to. He throws around his money good. He's a businessman. The man's educated, and he also (laughs) knows wrestling. He is. He's okay, awesome.
1: so you know what this, their strategy is? I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what his strategy is? Is His daddy was like, hey, you're going to get your inheritance early. It's literally anybody that gets released from WWE since he has a fat pocketbook. Let's sign this guy. Let's sign this guy. Let's sign this guy. Like The whole point of AEW that they stressed was it was going to be an alternative to WWE, and they were going to build their own stars, but they keep signing all these old stars. That they said they weren't going to do. Like, yes, I understand Brian Danielson is a big name. You hey, Dustin, get
0: him. just for a second, who who are all the champions in AEW?
1: Currently, they're AEW guys, Yo, but yeah, they haven't yeah. always been that way. Uh, but it hasn't all... always been that That's recent. It that hasn't always been that way. But to my point, you know, Brian Danielson, yeah, you go out and get a Brian Danielson. That's a no brainer. Same thing with Adam Cole. But explain to me. When they're a company that's supposed to be getting these new and up-and-coming talents, why in the hell are they signing the big show? Why in the hell are they signing Mark Henry? Like, it makes no sense. They don't need them. Why are they signing them? Because they got a fat pocketbook, and they're just trying to get everybody. That's what it See, comes down to. No, you don't
0: understand... Um, Veterans and the power in the locker room. If if you had the chance to play on a team with Payton Manny, would you not take it? You need these guys who have been there and they know the thing to teach the young locker room. They're not there to be main attractions. They're there to to show the guys, hey, you can do this or you can do that. It's good to have the legends in the locker room. And I, I may not like you know, I may not want to see Mark Henry or Big Show in the main event spot. But I would love to see Mark Henry work with uh, Vance Archer, you know, like (laughs) learn from Vance, learn from him and learn from uh, Luchasaurus can learn a thing or two from Big Show. There's just things that are good. It doesn't always have to be, um, you know, put this old WWE guy out there. I don't think that's what they're trying to do. But however, I do agree with you that they should cool down on signing everybody that gets dropped from WWE because they are signing a lot. And I think what they need to do is stop signing people and maybe let a few people go because there are a couple stars. Not everybody like WWE, but there are a couple that are just floundering. It's they're, they're very small fish in a big pond, and they just need to be let go. There's a couple there that I agree. There,
1: there's a lot there, but like they're uh, contradictory. But, like, Devin, they're contradicting themselves, or mustache, as they call you, mustache, but... No, you can they're call con- me Devin. But they're, con- but they're contradicting themselves. Literally, they said they weren't going to sign all the WWE people, because Impact, like, when Impact was trying to come up, that's what the Impact did. And that's where they did a little bit of a mistake, is because they would sign these ex-WWE guys, they wouldn't promote the talent that they had, like the... Um, You know, like at the time, like the the AJ Styles and the Christopher Daniels and stuff like that and AEW is doing the same thing like I don't listen it's a no brainer to get like certain like guys that are like free agents like I said like your Brian Danielsons like your John Moxley's when they went out and got in those are no brainers but like look at Adam Page like Adam Page is the champion now but it doesn't seem as big because they didn't pull the iron when it was hot so to speak they didn't go out and do it right away and it kind of cooled off a little bit in my opinion that moment could have been a lot bigger if they struck while it was hot like a month or two prior and they didn't and they have a history of doing this shit honestly like I'm sorry but like I understand adding veterans if you want to add them like as backstage producers or something that's fine but there is no logical reason they should be shining Big Show and Mark Henry none none does not make any sense
0: Uh, we agree to disagree on that and um Adam Page winning the title was universally loved by everybody. I think the timing was perfect. Um, And they're giving him a shot. I don't know if it's exactly going to work out because Adam Page is one of my favorites. And I like how they're giving him the room to experiment and try to go with this. But I don't know if he's exactly working out in my type of way as a champion. But they definitely waited the right amount of time. And when he won that title... Everybody was in green, that that was a great match and a great storyline. So, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But, um, that being said, WWE or AW should uh watch signing so many people. But I do agree, I still stand by that big show, Mark Henry, um, Dean Malenko. You know, he's a he's not a wrestler, but he's behind the scenes. I think it's good to have these guys there to teach the young guys the way.
1: Okay. So where do you want to go next? Because I don't think there's any more to talk about on that. You're kind of wrong, but that's okay.
0: <laughs> that's fine. I could be wrong. You're definitely extremely wrong. Um let's go with um do you what do you see? Let's talk about hmm I don't know. We talked about the superstars. We talked about, um, let's talk about these shows that they got. Um, let's talk about SmackDown and raw and let's okay. talk, and let's talk about, uh, dynamite and, uh, rampage. Okay. So, um, you can, you can speak to this cause I don't know is SmackDown kind of the B show still, or is that I've heard mm-hmm. that it's been the A show. So what's going on with that?
1: So, um, SmackDown, Ever since they got the deal with Fox, they promoted had they've promoted it as the number one show. Raw is kind of taking a little bit of a back seat. Uh, one of my little gripes with WWE that I don't like that they're doing is they don't fully stick with the brand split. So they did do the brand split again, um, but they're starting to incorporate, like they're starting to sway away from it. And I think that's the reason. As to why that's their excuse to unify the title so they can justify not having the brand split. Because obviously, you know, if you haven't been keeping up with WWE as of late, um, Brock Lesnar lost the WWE title to Bobby Lashley because Roman Reigns screwed him at the uh, Royal Rumble. And then Brock Lesnar entered the Royal Rumble match and won and then Brock Lesnar is getting going into the Elimination Chamber, which, in my opinion, makes no sense. But it's their way of getting the title back on Lesnar so they can set up the unification match at WrestleMania between Lesnar and Roman. I don't think they should go that route, but that's the route that they're going. But to your question, yeah, uh, they're kind of promoting SmackDown a little bit more. Uh, that's where Roman has been. He's been over on uh, SmackDown. But as far as AEW goes, I... I think, and I told you this before, like sometimes it's good to copy ideas that work. Uh, if they are going to keep signing these guys, because I don't think they're going to stop, they need to split the rosters because the roster is too big and there's not enough hands to feed or mouths to feed, not hands to feed, mouths to feed, uh, with how it currently is.
0: I think, um, they need to DM for, um, they need to make the shows different big time because, uh, Rampage just seems sometimes like dynamite light and there's no real difference to them. And that's what I was going to actually bring up a point that maybe WWE does their shows a little better. And that's what a W needs to work on. But, um, I don't know if brand splitting is just going to make people just be like, Oh, this is like WWE, but there's gotta be something done to where these two shows stand out. Maybe you can have like, um, I don't know. The tag team division is really good. And the women are really good. Maybe you can make them more one centric to another. Like like Rampage could be like the, the tag team and women's show. And then you can make it like the single show on Dynamite. But even that would be weird. But there's just got to be some sort of new formula that you could try to experiment. Because um, mm-hmm. right now it just seems like Rampage is is just another episode of Dynamite. Sometimes it's better. Sometimes it's worse. So
1: yeah we're in agreement there it seems like rampage is kind of like if you remember back in like 2008 2009 they actually promoted superstars pretty heavy uh, before it kind of went to a lot of the undercard like that undertaker on the first episode of superstars to me that's what rampage feels like it's kind of like a you know a saturday night's main event from back in the day or like a superstars it's kind of like the I wouldn't really call it a B show, but it's just kind of like that extra show that focuses a little bit more on the matches, but it, the roster is too big to have just like one main show, and that's why you have people like Scorpio Sky, and Ethan Page, and um, and even Ty Dillinger, or I call him Ty Dillinger, but um, I'm blanking, what's Sean his name, Spears. Sean the, Spears, the Yeah yeah Sean Spears and people like that they would get a lot more opportunity if there was a second show so and that's what people need to understand is sometimes like when a get, idea is good it's not it's okay to copy it but yeah like if their roster is too huge they keep bringing in people um so they need to do that to give everybody more opportunity i think all right
0: um Let's try to kind of wrap this up here. Um, What? Who do you feel? I'll answer this question too. Who do you feel the best star AEW has right now? Who they should kind of either either they're in control and you like it, or you think they should um, think you should use more and uh, kind of make them the center of the brand.
1: You mean like put the belt on like make the world champion? Not
0: not even like that just like utilize them more. Who do you see a big star coming out of AEW that's not necessarily being used right now?
1: Mm, that's a good question. Um I'm going Eddie Kingston. I wish that they would kind of even though he's a little that's older a like he yeah, he's been in some uh, big feuds but I wish that they would kind of make him Ethan, you know how much I like Ethan Page. I saw him over in Impact. I think he has a lot of potential. Um, for me, the verdict is out on Hook. Everybody loves Hook, but he hasn't really uh, shown me enough. Um, they really are kind to of make. shoving him down our throats, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know I love Miro and everything like that. But, I mean, the easy answer as far as the guy who should um, win the title is because, like, let, let's be real about it. At some point in time, because it's going to be one of the biggest moments in wrestling, CM Punk is going to win that title. CM Punk that eventually will be the AW world champion um, and that is going to be the perfect opportunity to really submit uh, MJF well, as you, the top guy MJF. I don't know if you know but MJF has already beaten CM Punk I saw that I saw that there was some shenanigans Yeah, but he did beat him but yeah like MJ like that would be a perfect time like MJF has the win already you know, down the road, put the belt on CM Punk. Because in my opinion, I don't see a lot of guys leaving AEW to go over to WWE. The one guy I could see doing that is MJF. He seems like a WWE guy to me. So if they really want to keep him, they need to submit that. Because he's, in my opinion, he's the best in the whole company. Like, there are guys that are probably a little bit better in the ring from it than him. But he's efficient enough in the ring to make a feud believable. And then he, in my opinion, he's the best heel in the company. He's the best on the mic. So they need to submit MJF. I think in my mind,
0: it's pretty good answer. Um, I wish I could answer for the WWE side, but I don't, um, watch it enough anymore, but I just know from when I did watch it, AJ Styles is the guy. He's always been the guy in my eyes, you know, he's getting a little older, Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's still a lot to do, and I like that they're getting his um. What's his uh big big guy, the, his partner's name? Who I'm sorry, the his p- tag team partner, the big buff uh black guy. What's his name?
1: Hey, Who are you talking about? I'm sorry, AJ Styles. Something. AJ Oh, Styles. Omos. Omos.
0: Omos is a great yeah. guy that they could probably utilize once he's good. I don't know how his ring work is or anything, but he looks like a million bucks. Um. And He has a little
1: bit to go in the ring, but
0: yeah, and I mean, there's there's been a lot of guys like, you know, they did it with Strowman, but then they got rid of Strowman. It's just it's hard to think about who could be that next guy for WWE. I think it's going to be I don't even think the next guy is there in my opinion right now. Or well, at least I haven't Go seen, ahead, I'm sorry. I haven't sorry seen the next show. guy yet, but I would like to see some guy come up from underneath and kind of turn turn it on its head because we've had you know Stone Cold in the early in the nineties then we had John Cena and then it kind of went you could say Roman Reigns is kind of the guy now Mm -hmm. but like he's not as big as those other two.
1: Well what WWE is lacking and I was talking about this the other day with a few friends and then we can kinda wrap it up is we don't WWE is lacking like that really big face right now. Like Roman Reigns is a heel they're trying to promote Brock Lesnar as a face, but he's more as of a, a tweener. Um, I think where they really blew it was um, when they separate when Biggie first won the title and they separated the New Day. The New Day collectively as a group could have carried the company as the faces, but they felt the need when Biggie won the title to move um the new day over to smackdown and then they kept big E on Raw and then they dropped the title off Big E and now they actually moved him back to SmackDown and he's teaming with Kofi again. <laughs> so like they put him back together regardless. So like they if they would have kept the new day originally there would have been so many dynamics that they could have had. They could have collectively carried the company's faces. But I think that's what WWE is lacking because aw like adam hangman page is a really good face they got a lot of guys that could be like top faces but the top guys in wwe most of the good ones are like heels the only really good face you could argue is maybe drew mcintyre because even aj styles has been a heel over the last year because him and omos were feuding with uh, matt riddle and orton for the tag belts so really that's what i think they're lacking is like a big like big baby face or if people don't know what a baby is face is just a good guy like a, a really good like solid like crowd favorite um in the company right now
0: well yeah hopefully uh they can find that but um i think we're uh done here if there's any uh closing arguments you want to say on why uh, wwe's crap you can say it now but it's just i i see wwe not um, uh, <clears throat> thriving and hopefully one day AEW uh, simulates them into the Overlord that is Tony Khan, and we can all be. Oh done with my
1: God! Well, I'm not even gonna re- s- respond to that blasphemy. Uh, next week, as far as next week, uh, what you want to do? I was thinking about kind of breaking down just the pay per views. WWE's <laughs> next big event is the Elimination Chamber. Kind of breaking that down, and then what is AEW's next big event? What's coming up?
0: Oh man, I have to check. I don't even keep up with the pay-per-views. I think it's double oh, see, or nothing. So
1: you're arguing AEW, and you don't even. I think keep it's up I think it's the...
0: w, double or nothing, but I would have to check or all okay. out. Well we'll
1: those. definitely go over Elimination Chamber, and then we'll go over AEW's next big event. Look like at some of the big matches, kind of fantasy books. See how we think things should go. You know, just kind of do that if you're down to do that.
0: Yeah, we can do that. And also, let's just, uh, anyone listening, this is not always going to be an aWWE AW thing. We'll do different topics. You know, this is just what we're doing right now. And then um, uh, shows are going to change. We're going to look at, like, historical events, you know, certain topics. It's going to be a whole treasure chest of things to come. So,
1: uh, Yeah, I've had some ideas. We might do a bracket you know some brackets some like all time stuff like that so like i said we will kind of do just do a lot of different things
0: but yeah so um so i think we're all good here and we'll see you guys next week um thanks for watching and um have a good day